I know why I'm here, but do you even know why you're here? Who are you working for, really? Tell me, did you ever wonder who's in charge of the Dogcatcher's Guild? <gasps> what the fuck is a guild? Is that some Shakespeare shit? I thought Rex was in charge. Oh, oh no. I'm like seven years old in human years. Like the oldest student I've trained is barely in college now. I don't even know who my boss is, to be honest. Every once in a while I get an email from the Dean, and that sounded pretty professional to me. And tell me, who do you think the Dean reports to? You? Wait. You're my boss? So... So I have to kill Inutaro. Rex slowly walks to the other side of the room by Akuma and then squares up his fists at the rest of the dog catchers. What? No, get away from me. You smell like you've been barking at YouTube videos of squirrels. Man, Rex agreed to kill Inutaro, like, instantly. <laughs> that was just a test for my loyal students. And they passed. How'd we pass? Pass what? What was the test? I'd love to explain it to you, Primrose, but we got a bad guy to fight. There's no time. No, go ahead, I'll wait. I got a meeting at three, but I mean, we can kind of fuck around in here for like an hour and a half. I just had lunch, so like, I'm ready to go. That's a clever trick, but I'm gonna fight you now, because you're probably gonna attack me when I try to explain the test I was doing. So, uh, Inutaro? Rex takes a step forward toward Akuma, then glances back to see if Inutaro is also going to step forward with him. Go ahead, Inutaro. We don't want to get tricked, Inutaro. Get him. Beat him up, come on. So, Akuma, if you're not the boss, who is? Didn't you ever wonder why the Dog Catcher's Guild was trying to catch and murder all these dogs? Like, what's the point of it all? We have to control the dog population by killing them, because they're too horny and they're always making new dogs, right? Wait, you think it's okay to kill somebody just because they're too horny? Even if their doctor explained it to them for the school? And it got them out of some trouble? Rash grabs his nuts with both hands. Ah ha 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 ha, your team is already falling apart, and we haven't thrown a single punch. Surely this is not the teamwork one expects of the world's number one dog catcher. You bastard. Primrose, I was truly impressed that you managed to infiltrate my company. If you ever want to stop getting fleas at work, you should join my criminal lawyer operation. I will never fight on the side of evil. Oh yeah? 6% paycheck match to your Japanese 401k. Japanese health insurance. Japanese 21 paid days off a year, not including holidays. On Fridays, you can drink after lunch. Besides, it looks to me like you're the one who goes around murdering innocent dogs while I take animal abusers to court. Like, am I crazy or are you guys the bad ones? 21 days off a year? Oh, holy shit. Do you guys have a beanbag chair in the office or should I bring my own? Don't mess with these kids' heads. If we didn't kill them all, all the bad dogs would still be out there on the street, biting children's legs and slurping up soba noodles Lady in the Tramp style, violating health codes across the city. Ha. Huh. And you, Rex. How would your precious students look at their great commander, Rex, if they knew that he was just another one of Dr. Insane Einstein's abomination dogs? We've already gone over that. Who's Dr. Insane Einstein? You knocked him into the dunk tank, remember? We keep him in the school's dungeon. His kid's in the freezer. Doesn't that sound evil to you? Like, am I crazy? I don't think it's evil to live in a dungeon. You, you guys, not him. But maybe not you, Rash. After all, you're too stupid to be evil. Sure, you could be greedy, but evil? You're just far too dumb. Look, I'm a reasonable guy. I can admit that some of Dr. Insane Einstein's dogs were kind of evil. But you're dumber than those dogs and thus incapable of evil. There's no way you have any idea what's even going on right now. Oh, I know what's going on. Yeah, I know. We have to kill the new kid at school. Now where is he? Rash points his gun at Akuma. No, man, that was me. 
I was in disguise as the new kid at school. That's exactly what someone who's not the new kid at school would say. Huh? Anyway, who's left? I see Pamela's in the house tonight. Was there something special about this mission where you had to bring along a future single mother? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Pamela. You're great. But seriously, folks, this woman has had cigars that lasted longer than her relationships, and she goes through maybe two cigars per Jimmy Eat World song. When she takes a hard turn in her car, Ash flies out the window. Are you just doing a Comedy Central-style roast now? Akuma reading from a cue card. And have you seen her teeth lately? Folks, they're so yellow, it looks like she ate Maggie Simpson. Enough! Akuma leafing through a couple cue cards. I've only got like a dozen cards left. I spent all morning on this. It'll only take a couple minutes. So, uh, Inutaro's in the news again. Yeah, sounds like he just got his driver's license. They say he's a real demon behind the wheel. The only dog he's caught lately was pinned under his front tires. Rash starts firing his gun wildly, fanning the hammers of his dual revolvers somehow, and screaming. With great precision, all 12 bullets hit the 12 cue cards in Akuma's hand. <laughs> wow. Great shot, Rash. Eh, eh, can I be honest, guys? And promise not to be mad at me? Sure, man. Go ahead. Well, I know that it looked really impressive, and I, and I, and I want to say that I did it on purpose so you guys think I look cool. But I didn't. I was trying to shoot them in the head 12 times. They just kind of went where they went. So I guess I just want to say sorry for making you look up to me for even a single moment. Don't worry, Rash. Nobody looks up to you. Let's cut to the chase here. Akuma, I heard you were bad-mouthing Budweiser beer. Huh? Tuckers, the red and white. You know how they call oil Texas tea? Well, they call Budweiser St. Louis Suds. And nobody talks bad about my suds. I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, do you guys want to know who's really pulling the strings at the Dog Catchers Guild? I tried to ask you why you think you're even out there catching dogs, but you all said a bunch of stuff that was way off topic and we lost our place. Look, man, I don't ask questions. I just take orders. When somebody tells me a small floofy pupper needs to be executed with my gun, I pull the trigger. Hey, you're that new kid in school, right? Does anyone want to know what I have to say? The shocking truth? Yes, I would like to hear the shocking truth. Okay, well, you know how cats and dogs famously don't get along, right? <laughs> you don't need to tell me twice. My ex-wife was a cat. Stop. If I'm not allowed to tell jokes, you're not allowed to tell jokes either. Huh? I was serious. It was a really messy divorce. I ended up sleeping on the couch for a month instead of the floor where I usually slept. Be that as it may, do you remember that little kitty you saw with the top hat when you came into my building? The billionaire cat with the top hat and the mustache? He told us about a secret door to your lair. Top hat's on. Yes. And why do you think he helped you? I just thought he was trying to get laid. Ha! If only. But no. In fact, his motivations are far more devilish. You see, that cat is the true leader of the Dog Catcher's Guild. What? No way! You bastard! All this time, you thought you were doing the right thing by murdering dogs. People's beloved pets, their closest companions, man's best friend. But all along, you were doing the bidding of a selfish billionaire cat who only wanted to exterminate the dogs because cats and dogs simply do not get along. No. No. That... that simply can't be. The government is lying to me. Ha! You think that concerns me? I am to be the world's best, and nothing will get in my way. Not even the truth. It could be a cat on the top of my organization or a ghost. It could be a bat. The top of my organization could be a wallet with a single moth in it. I do not care. I need to be the best. I must taste perfection. To me, that sounds like something a villain might say. And I'm not just trying to save the lives of innocent dogs. I'm a celebrated animal rights lawyer. I won basically the Nobel Prize of Japanese animal rights lawyers. 
The Prime Minister invited me to dinner and I took a photo op with his dog. It was in the Tokyo newspaper on page one. Then why did you bring Dr. Insane Einstein into it? You fool. You don't even understand the scope at play here. There has been a war going on for eons, as far back as the cosmos, as old as time itself. What's going on here? Who is at war? The war between cats and dogs. Humans, of course, have become the dominant race on the planet Earth. Who will become number two, though? Cats? Dogs? It hasn't been decided. Yet. But the time is nigh. The supremacy of cats will end. Well, I know I'm stupid, but I have no idea what the fuck is going on right now. Ha! I knew it might be hard for you to grasp, Rash. After all, it's hard for you to even grasp the bun of your simple hamburger because of all the butter on your hands. But the story of cats and dogs goes back to the early moments of the cosmos itself. You see, when God created the stars and planets and all the firmaments of heaven, he created the first dog and the first cat to watch over his vast creation. But therein lies the seed of all the chaos we see in the universe today. For that dog, Wantaro Kamisama, and that cat, Nyataro Daiosama, have played an eternal game of cat and mouse with the lives of billions of creatures across the cosmos, and the results of that little game are still being played out, even here on Earth. Alright, that's a little much. Just skip ahead a few millennia to the part where you hired Dr. Insane Einstein. Yeah, so anyway, as a lawyer, I kind of want to create a whole world of dogs to be my clients, and also my servants. Because dogs are the sheep of the masses. And basically, if I get on their good side by doing animal rights law for them, they'll all come to respect and bow down for me. And then I can command the forces of canine might and be their god. And this planet shall be my universe. Us dogs will never be commanded by you. Sit! Rex sits down in one of the office chairs. It is dog's nature to be obedient to man. And in that way, man is like God. If I didn't have to be sitting right now, I'd kick your ass, Akuma. I sought out the research of Dr. Insane Einstein. He was doing great things with genetics in order to figure out his frozen son's rare disease. It was a, how do you say, Mr. Freeze type scenario. He had some success utilizing dog DNA against the disease, and I decided to fund his research. As long as he makes me some monster super dogs, of course. Those dogs could then wipe out the dog catcher's guilt, and I'd be on top of the world. But why take the side of dogs? Compared to the might of Wantaro Kamisaba, you are but a mere insect. You know, in some ways, I'm a small, simple man. Sure. I'll never play out a grand battle across the eons at the cosmic level. But I could have a nice little slice of the action here on Earth, controlling the planet and commanding my army of dog soldiers. So yeah, you know, is it conquering the galaxy? No, but look, I'm already in my 40s. I'm still single. Let's be real. I probably don't have time to conquer a galaxy. But a planet? Sure, that's attainable. And my therapist told me as much that it's good to set attainable goals. That's enough chatter. This whole time you've been behind your desk saying a bunch of nerd shit. Whatever the circumstances, we are just two shitheads ready to kick the shit bucket around. I'm tired of hearing lore. I'll look it up on the wiki later. It's time me and you butt heads, moron. I want to fight so fucking bad. Akuma smiles. He stands up and straightens his suit which is a black and red suit made out of crushed velvet, and it is very on the nose. He stares at Inutaro as he slowly rounds his desk corner before suddenly whipping and throwing his golden pen directly at Inutaro. As it flies through the air in slow motion, a secret blade extends. Inutaro, with lightning-quick reflexes, snags the pen out of midair, smiling that sideways anime cocky smile. <laughs> nice try, dickhead! Next time, don't miss. Oh, my friend, I think you'll find I didn't miss at all. The golden pen starts beeping rapidly. 
Inutaro throws it into the ceiling as it explodes, causing all of the dog catchers to go tumbling away to the ground. I got this. Rex runs to the front of the fray as everyone gets to their feet. Guardian formation, no jutsu. Rex runs to the back of the room and gets behind everyone else. Great guardian formation, guys. Stay in front of me and we will win. Ha, this is the leader and that's all he's got? Akuma holds his right hand in the air and a flash of hellfire shoots out of his hands and turns into a candy apple red pitchfork. Good boy, now fetch. He throws the pitchfork at Rex, stabbing him directly through the heart and we see the pitchfork come out of his bl- back with a bunch of blood going everywhere. Ah! You bastard! Rex, no! He's bleeding out. I'll try to stop it. Keep Akuma off of me. Oh, leave it to me, Pamela! Rash starts doing his double fanning style shooting with his revolvers as Akuma dashes behind furniture throughout the room. Even though Rash has only two six-shooters, he ends up shooting about 30 bullets a second somehow. Rash, how do you fan two hammers at once? (laughs) This is my forearm technique style. Watch and learn. Rash begins fanning his hammers at insane speeds. Inutaro is watching closely. The fanning goes into slow motion and you can see that two spectral arms have manifested in a Shiva-like arrangement and they are slapping those gun hammers like it was going out of style. Uh, incredible technique. (sighs) I'll give you one thing, kid. You're faster than I thought, but you haven't hit me yet. You haven't got a chance. Uh, He's right. I can't hit him. He's fast with these bullets. They're so small! I'll have to do the forbidden technique! Rash reloads his guns. He spins around in a jaunty mid-battle pose, and there are graphics of hamburgers, hot dogs, milkshakes, wet t-shirts, poppers, condoms, chili, and a series of American football helmets representing the NFC East, where his hometown New York Giants play. He draws dead aim at Akuma, who is crouched behind a fancy leather couch. As Rash pulls the trigger, the camera focuses on the chambers of the six shooters. Despite the trigger only being pulled once, all six bullets seem to fly into the chamber and congeal into a bullet that is far larger than the sum of its parts. It exits the barrel, and the bullet is a meter long and wide. This sucker is big and pretty square, but it moves just as fast as a regular bullet. Each six-shooter blasts a big bullet for about two meters of bullet total. Akuma moves his best at light speed to dodge the large bullets, but takes two hits to the chest, and he goes flying out of the hundredth-story window. Holy fuck! Did Did I win? Just as Rash is starting to get cocky, two big devil wings are seen flapping out the window, and up rises Akuma with his sharp devil teeth grinning, and big old devil wings sticking out of the remnants of his lawyer suit. Well, that was, you know, by far the best move I have. Uh, dude, (laughs) you guys are going to have to figure this one out. That's all I got. You know, the tank's spent. That suit was from the men's warehouse, but it was surprisingly expensive, and you fucked it up. I'll send you the bill in hell. He flies back into the room and the gust of wind from his big wings sends Rash keeling over backwards and slams him into a bookcase where a bunch of law books like the Pelican Brief fall on his head and knock him out and cause him to start bleeding all over the place. Who's next? You bastard! You won't get away with this! And who's going to stop me? Buy me some more time. I almost have Rex's wounds wrapped up. Leave it to me. Primrose charges Akuma with her scythe in hand, running in one of those ways that is very stylized and angular and kind of dumb, with her arms in the air or the scythe behind her or something. It looks cool when a cartoon does it. You get what I mean. Akuma stands ready, hovering in midair in the office, smiling at Primrose. Primrose, I'm disappointed in you. We could rule this planet together with me as a god and you as my law clerk. But at this rate, I may have to fire you. Akuma shoots a fireball at Primrose, which she dodges by doing that move where she creates a body double and the old one disappears into thin air. I knew you were about to shoot a fireball at me because you said the word fire. I figured out all your tricks, Akuma. Oh yeah? 
We will see about that. Akuma flies toward Primrose suddenly. See, he's going to go for my eyes. Akuma lands right in front of Primrose, cocks back his fist and protrudes out his pointer and middle finger to land a Three Stooges style eye poke attack. Reflexively, Primrose places her hand vertically over her nose to block Akuma's fingers before they touch her eyeballs. Akuma recoils backward after his attack fails. Ugh, you, you bastard. Now it's my turn. I won't waste your time with lesser techniques, Akuma. Prepare yourself. Primrose, she looks so powerful. Jay Leno would be so proud of her, just like she always wanted. Primrose hits a cool pose and cherry blossoms start filling the room. She throws her scythe into the air above her and it begins to glow, emanating a pale pink light, which then shoots out in all directions. The camera zooms out to show us the entire earth and soon enough, the pink light has enveloped the entire planet. All of Tokyo begins to shake as a giant cherry blossom tree sprouts from the ground beside Akuma's tower. Sekaiju! The world tree! The tree grows so much, its branches envelop the entire earth, blotting out the sun from the whole planet briefly. We cut to New York City, Lagos, Paris, Jakarta, Rio de Janeiro, all cities where people are staring into the sky next to iconic landmarks, looking at the world tree from far away. Then, harnessing the power of all living things on Earth, the tree begins to shoot its tendrils at Akuma, and also there's a bunch of really sharp cherry blossom petals cutting him up. After this very long cutscene, where the tree does all this crazy shit to him, it disappears and Akuma takes 15 HP of damage. Ha! You fool! I'm a fire demon. Using grass life magic on me will do nothing. I resist both of those things. Fuck! Enough with playtime. Let's see if you can handle the full force of my demon powers. He shoots a gigantic fireball out of his mouth, knocking out Primrose instantly. If this were a comedic scene, her clothes would partly burn off and then Rash would say something horny. But since it's a serious scene, her clothes miraculously stay in place despite being burned in an inferno. And the only indication at all that she was burned is some of those cross-hatched black lines on her face to show that she took some damage. Rex is stable, but he needs blood. Dog blood. And we don't have any. That's not quite true. I know Rash has the IQ and manners of a dog, but this is no time to joke around Rex. Also, he smells like a dog. That's not what I mean. Inutaro, he's part dog. He could save me. What? He's delirious. There's no way. Pamela, you should go lose to Bengoshi Akuma. I need to try to convince Inutaro to somehow give me some of his blood before he fights a literal devil. I know it's counterintuitive, but I really don't want to die. I understand. Good luck convincing him to give you some of his blood. I'll buy you some time. And hey, if anything happens to me, you have to take care of my classic American muscle car. You need to- She leans in closer. You're gonna want to get some armor all wipes, okay? For the interior, sure, it needs its own thing. But for the outside, you're gonna need to go to lenosgarage.com and pick up Jay's essential detailing kit. It has everything you need to detail like a pro. Avoid swirls and scratches with the grit guard bucket insert. It also includes a bucket, detail liquids, microfiber towels, applicators, and much more. Conveniently assembled by Jay's detailing specialists. What the hell are you talking about? I've lost so much blood in here, it looks like Dracula spilled his drink at the Monster Mash. Just fucking fight him! Pamela screams as she charges ah! toward Bengoshi Akuma. She swirls her axes around and around in what she thinks is a cool and good move. Diesel Kiru, eat my smoke! I know you're just trash talking, but we do eat some smoke in hell. It's one of the food groups. Don't correct me when I'm fighting you, fuck you! Akuma does the cool thing where he dodges a bunch of attacks super quickly in a row while barely moving his body at all. It's an insanely demoralizing way to deal with a subpar opponent. One of Pamela's errant blades gets stuck into the ground and Akuma kicks it back into her hand. Enough, show me your strength. Akuma blasts Pamela backward with a fireball, and he gets a smug look on his face like, yep, I did it again, I won the fight. 
He does the anime cocky smile and glares at Inutaro. He opens his mouth to say something, but then through the smoke, Pamela emerges, twirling her axes covered in smoke. Not any worse than the humidor over at Sal's Discount Cigars. I've had enough of you. Then let's end it. Pamela stops and raises her axe in the air. The building immediately begins shaking. Deus ex machina! Car god, form, Leno! Suddenly, the loudest motor you've ever heard in your life starts kicking. We see black smoke belching up into the window, and suddenly a smooth, cast-iron-black American muscle car monstrosity drives up the side of the skyscraper. It goes to the top first, does donuts that knock off the horns on the building, then it drives down one story to drive into Bengoshi Akuma's office. Also, the car has a humanoid face and it looks like Jay Leno, and also there is a cigar in the car Jay Leno's face's mouth. So, what? Uh, there's a new god car. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Jason, we don't have time. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great show, folks. As the Jay Leno car speeds toward Bengoshi Akuma, another smaller car that has a face that looks like Kevin Eubanks starts playing some jaunty jazz music as the Jay Leno car starts knocking into Akuma and dragging him all over the room. Inutaro, I don't have much time. Tell me what to do, Rex. It was a really smart move to let your friends get beat up first so the bad guy is more tired. I learned that from you, Rex. Inutaro, come closer. Lean in your neck r- right here. Inutaro starting to move in, but then stopping. I I know what you're trying to do, but I don't think you could Dracula bite me to take my blood. Let's just give it a try. There's a first time for everything. I have some syringes and I can just draw some blood and inject it into you, right? That's all there is to it, right? Or is there something I'm missing? In any way, how do you know this will even work? You're saying I'm part dog? Yeah, I mean, your name is Inu Taro. It was pretty obvious from the beginning that there was something to that. Also, you have a great sense of smell, which we hinted at earlier. It was very subtle, but it was deliberately planned. You were an experiment. Experiment? By who? For what? Talk to me! Ugh. Rex passes out from blood loss. Oh, shit. Forgot to give him my blood. Fuck. I better finish the fight first. Thanks, Rex. You're a good dog. All of a sudden, while Inutaro is cradling Rex, a large fireball goes streaming over their heads. We see Pamela, who is riding on top of the Jay Leno car, throwing a bunch of axes at Akuma, who has now had his pants knocked off somehow, and he has a big scorpion's tail for a tail. And for his penis, he has a small scorpion tail. Enough with the games. I know I started the comedy stuff by doing the roast earlier, but this Leno shit has gone too far. Akuma whips his tail around and knocks Pamela off the top of the Jay Leno car. Akuma floats in the air using his big devil wings, then stabs her ten times in the heart with his sharp tail. Yeah! Finish him, Jay! Just then, the Jay Leno car runs out of gas. That's all, folks. The Kevin Eubanks car plays a scale and laughs at the Jay Leno car's joke and is immediately destroyed by a giant fireball, which also completely eviscerates the Jay Leno car. Enough! Ha! Looks like it's my turn. Now you see my true form. You look the same, just naked. I guess I didn't know you had two scorpion tails. Oh, well. It's time to see how strong I really am. Don't hold back. Cool rock and roll music plays as Inutaro poses with his dog catcher's net. He is staring down so you see a big shadow on his face which means he is feeling very serious. The camera slowly pans up and down to give the subject a sense of three-dimensional stature and shape to show the audience just how mighty and grand this cool guy Inutaro actually is. This is foolish Inutaro. You can't beat me. Why not join my side? You seriously don't think you're going to tempt me? You're something special, Inutaro. We could use a guy like you on the good guy's side, the dogs. I heard a little rumor that you might be part dog as well. Come home, Inutaro. I'll show you the way. I'm in my 40s. The best I can do is conquer the world. But you? You could conquer multiverses, Inutaro. Multiple realities under your thumb. But only I can show you how, and protect you legally as your attorney. 
You think you know who I am? You presume to know who I am? How about I show you who I am? I'm the greatest dog catcher in the history of the world! That remains to be seen. In the blink of an eye, Inutaro's dog catcher net and Akuma's scorpion tail cross in midair, making a shing sound effect. You're just a dog catcher, Inutaro. I'm a devil. I'm above this. You're lower than a dog to me. Inutaro sweeps out Akuma's legs, legs which at the bottom have hooves that are cloven, with an instantaneous swipe of his trusty dog catcher's net. In the blink of an eye, Akuma is on the floor trying to get his footing, and Inutaro brings down the blunt end of the dog catcher's net right on the exact top of Akuma's head, causing a bright purple lump to immediately protrude out of Akuma's head that measures at least four inches long. Ugh, damn you. Don't underestimate me, Akuma. I may be a 16-year-old boy with dog DNA whose only formal education is a dog catching trade school, which I didn't finish. But I think you forgot one thing. I've killed a fuckload of weird dogs. And a lawyer is not much different from a dog, if you ask me. Not to get political or anything. Let's see how smug you are when I give you a taste of my demon fist. Akuma's right fist begins glowing with red fire. He launches a punch at Inutaro. But using his dog-like speed, Inutaro dodges, and Akuma's fist careens toward the spot of his office where he has whiskey and stuff for when he has clients over. However, there's also a shelf of snacks, including marshmallows, chocolate bars, and graham crackers. His fist slams into the shelf, leaving behind some perfectly singed s'mores. Ha! Didn't know you were having to camp out. I thought you were going to take this fight seriously. Don't get smug yet. Akuma follows Inutaro, who is now standing at the shelf next to the snack shelf. Akuma's fist rears back, swirling with flame, and he swings toward Inutaro. Inutaro then ducks down and slides through Akuma's legs. Akuma's flaming fist goes careening into a raw steak that he bought earlier and was planning to eat later. Just one flaming punch turned it into a pretty solid looking medium rare. Akuma's little scorpion tail penis tries to sting Inutaro as he slides through, but it is too short and too gross. Oh, damn it! You aren't supposed to be this strong! You're a nobody! I'm a powerful lawyer! I'm sure you learned a lot about laws in your fancy lawyer books. And yeah, maybe I've never read the Pelican Brief, but I can read your movements like a book. Maybe it's time to switch things up. Akuma's large red wings completely unfurl, stretching across nearly the entirety of the office. With one powerful flap, Akuma goes flying toward Inutaro, fists stretched out forward. At the last second, Akuma dips down, lands on both feet in front of Inutaro, and comes through with an uppercut to Inutaro's jaw that he was not prepared for. Inutaro goes flying through the roof in a clean hole and spins around in the air high above the city of Tokyo, phased but not defeated. In the middle of the air, that's where dogs are at their weakest. Time to make short work of Inutaro. Akuma uses his demon wings to fly into the sky and tries to aim another demon fist at Inutaro. However, Inutaro swiftly dodges him in the air, and for reasons unexplained, he's hovering effortlessly in the air above the tower as they exchange rapid-fire blows over and over where everyone is dodging everything. So really, basically, it just looks like they are exercising together in the sky above Tokyo. I... I didn't know you had the flying technique. Inutaro, flying. I, I can't fucking fly. What are you talking about? Akuma and Inutaro keep exchanging easily dodged blow after easily dodged blow as they soar all over the sites of Tokyo, such as the Imperial Palace, and other beloved landmarks of Tokyo, such as the KFC they all go to for Christmas, as well as the One Piece amusement park. He's not giving in. Ha. Huh. I can see your movements are slowing down. Perhaps this case is closed. Fuck you. I'm tired of thinking of shit to say. How about I give you a taste of my ultimate dog catching net technique? The spirit bullet. S -s spirit bullet? Yeah, that's right. How does it work? Like this. Inutaro points his dog catcher's net at Akuma and pulls a small little trigger that he has on the base of the handle. 
A regular 9mm bullet comes flying out of the far end of the dog catcher's net and goes straight into Akuma's eye as he recoils downward, falling, crashing through Tokyo until he lands in the One Piece amusement park on top of a guy in a suit playing the character named One Piece. Akuma's smoldering body lies on the ground, breathing weakly. Ha! I guess this case is closed. Just as Inutaro feels he has won, Akuma rises once again into the air. But, but how? My spirit bullet was a direct hit! Ha, it was a nice try. But you are no match for my superior technique. I merely waited until the bullet hit my eye. Then I rotated my head so that the bullet would miss all essential functions and exited out of the back of my head harmlessly. As Akuma describes his superior technique, we cut to a flashback of Akuma getting shot by Inutaro from about 15 seconds prior. Slowed down, we can see that Akuma angled his head as the bullet was coming toward him. As the bullet enters his eye, we see the inside of his brain. He is craning his head in a way where the bullet ricochets around his skull, completely missing all the gray matter and just really fucking up his skeleton a lot. As we cut back to the present, Akuma smiles as he spits the bullet out of his mouth somehow. That's... that's really far-fetched. That's honestly wackier than the s'more thing. Your power is merely beneath that of mine. You cannot comprehend true skill as a fighter. Hold the phone, Bengoshi Akuma. I think I got one more trick up my sleeve. Inutaro aims his dog catcher stick at Akuma again. Are you just gonna shoot me again? Inutaro shoots Akuma again, but this time he aims for his stomach. The bullet blasts a large hole into Akuma's midsection about as big as a softball. Akuma hits the ground, doing that weird shitty gargling sound they always had shot guys do in World War II movies. He's even trying to stuff his guts back into his stomach like a dumbass. Overruled. The, the judge says overruled. A lawyer is supposed to say objection. Overruled. Inutaro starts blasting Akuma with bullet after bullet as he sits there in the One Piece amusement park bleeding out and shuffling his guts around. Eventually, Akuma dies, but Inutaro keeps shooting. Akuma's devil corpse starts to slowly turn to ash, and soon, Inutaro realizes that he isn't even shooting at anything but a big pile of dust anymore. Finally, it's all over. I could just be a normal teen again. Just as Inutaro lets his guard down, Akuma appears behind him in a burst of flame and launches a powerful demon fist, sending Inutaro hurling to the ground. But, but you're dead! Oh, ha, 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 ha. you can't send a demon to hell. That's a normal place to me. I can just come right back from it easily. Akuma charges forward and uses his big devil horns to slam into Inutaro, who goes flying away through the air before landing on Tokyo Beach. Inutaro stumbles to his feet and spits out some sand, clutching his hand to his chest where he was impaled by the devil horn. He has a bunch of scratches and blood and stuff like you see in anime. This isn't going to be as easy as I thought. If I can't send him to hell, where can I send him? Oh, I wonder why my tower has devil horns. I wonder why it goes as far underground as it goes above ground. It's crazy. It's almost as if the tower I live in is connected to hell itself. It's basically Tokyo's hell embassy. You're probably realizing now that I'm going to win. There's nothing you can do, humble dog catcher. Inutaro tries to shoot Akuma again, but his dog catcher net just clicks because it's out of bullets. Also, his heart really isn't in it. I just said that if you... Uh, never mind. Do you want to give up or do you want to die? I want to die! Wait. No. I mean I will never give up. That's my entire thing! Inutaro points the dog catcher's net at Akuma and keeps clicking the gun button, but nothing's happening. Enough. No more playing with my food. I'm food to you? Oh, it's, it's just an expression. Akuma unfurls his wings and flies into the air above Inutaro. Arms raised, he starts stoking up more and more hellfire. The sky starts to crackle and transform from a beautiful blue to a sulfuric orange as his red hands fill with more and more hellfire. Jigoku no Hizume, Archon of the Cosmos. 
Inutaro stares blankly ahead at Akuma as he strains under the pressure of his own immense power. The ground starts trembling beneath him as he stares at Inutaro with a clenched jaw. Think. Think. Okay, so he can't be killed. And he's doing some kind of big spell or something. So think! What are demons weak to? Is it onions? Excuse me, are devils weak against onions? I have no weaknesses. I've never lost a court case, or a battle for that matter. And now you will die. And what if he's lying about the onion thing? Well, either way, I better do something quick. I think a bunch of stuff is about to explode. As Akuma's power grows, the ball of hellfire held in his outstretched arms keeps growing. The ground trembles and then splits open, revealing fonts of magma and flame sprouting up all over Tokyo. We cut to a guy who is making a very fancy sandwich very meticulously, one ingredient at a time. He puts the sandwich on a clean white plate. He puts on a big white bib. He rubs his hands together looking at the sandwich while he is licking his lips. He slowly moves forward to gingerly take a bite with his eyes closed as a big fissure into hell opens up underneath the sandwich and takes it away. He opens his eyes and a flower in a vase on the table wilts. Jinrui no Kanshu, I am the jailer of humankind. Say goodbye, Inutaro. Akuma builds the fireball in his outstretched arms to the size of about a mid-sized truck and then casts it down toward Inutaro. The massive orb of flame trembles as it streaks through the air toward our hero as gates to hell burst through the ground around Tokyo. <laughs> we see the massive ball of flame from Inutaro's point of view as it moves in slow motion as he thinks to himself mid-battle. Think, think, fireball, ball, meatball, meat, chili, chili dinner, chili dog, can of chili, chili dinner, chili dog, diarrhea, crappy, poopy, dumps, doing my dumps, toilet, porcelain, porcelain figurines, precious moments, angels, heaven, I need to use the power of heaven. Your precious heaven is helpless to help you now. God only helps those who help themselves. <gasps> Inutaro leaps into the air. We cut to St. Peter at those famous pearly gates of you know where, as a bunch of angels in carpentry gear are putting the finishing touches on the brand new pearly gates. No, no, the podium goes right in front of the gates, not to the side. People, people. When they get to heaven, they want to see those gates open up for them. We're trying to have a little showmanship here, folks. Suddenly, Inutaro bursts into the divine realm of heaven and lands next to an angel in overalls. He immediately lifts up the gate of heaven and starts running off. Hey, you! You! Hey! Hey, get back here with the pearly gate! Sorry, St. Peter-san. I need to save planet Earth, where you came from. There's a devil in Tokyo trying to drag everything down to hell. Well, who are you to stop him? I'm mostly a guy who kills dogs. But right now, I've got a planner to save. Okay, so you're just going to take it. You're just going to take it anyway for your thing, right? Because fuck me, right? Sorry, I just... I just assumed you'd be cool with it. Oh. Since I'm fighting a devil? Oh, brother. Well, okay. Yeah, well, it's been 2,000 years since they put me on the cross, but I guess you're going to put me right back on there? <laughs> No one even remembers old St. Peter getting crucified, but they sure remember Jesus' crucifixion. Oh, Jesus is all anybody wants to talk about up here. Get bent. Come on, man. We can work this out, Peter. It's St. Peter, right? Saint. I'm important. I always stand closest to Jesus in the famous paintings. I have to go. Sorry if you get mad at me. I hope you don't hold it against me later if I'm coming through these doors to chill with the big man himself. Smell you later. Inutaro, holding the gates of heaven, jumps down through the cloud back to Earth. Fucking asshole. I gotta look that guy up in my big book to see if he's bad news or not. St. Peter walks toward the podium that the book is kept on, and the book has obviously been stolen, too. Jesus Christ! You see Jesus Christ poke his head around the corner like, you rang, as we cut back to the scene on Earth. On Earth, Akuma is watching the fireball stream toward his target, smiling. 
it crashes into the ground with a massive impact, creating an immense half-mile-long crater in the middle of downtown Tokyo. About seven buildings are affected. There were 2,462 casualties, but no one who matters died. Akuma is leering around, looking for the remains of Inutaro. Surely the blast got him. Nobody could survive that. Nobody. What? Akuma snaps his attention to directly above him. Inutaro is plummeting down from heaven itself with the very famous landmark of the Pearly Gates, the top destination on TripAdvisor for heaven with a 4.5 rating. Akuma scrambles, diving down and trying to escape, but Inutaro is simply falling too fast. Before impact, Inutaro raises the gates of heaven triumphantly. Tengoku no jail! You bastard! How could you? You... you can't have that much power! With this technique, I am more powerful than God himself! Cut to St. Peter in heaven, on all fours, peering down over the edge of a cloud. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put that in the book when I find it. You can't say stuff like that. You can't say that. You can't challenge a big guy. Back on Earth, we see Akuma cowering as the gates come crashing down on him. Inutaro smashes the gate into Akuma, and we see a blinding white light fill all of Tokyo, like it was a series of advertisements for a dating sim where you have to emotionally support an entire volleyball team. A high-pitched frequency drowns out all sound, and everyone comes to, rubbing their eyes. The gates to hell are gone. The sky is blue, and we see our hero, Inutaro, with one foot planted proudly on top of Akuma, who is completely contained within the gates of heaven themselves. Huh. I guess the case is finally closed. I take it you'll be representing yourself? A cool rock and roll riff starts playing as Inutaro does a series of cool poses to celebrate his victory. Where is everybody? Shouldn't they be thanking me or telling me that I'm strong? Oh, damn. I hope they didn't all die or, worse, get dragged to hell. All of his friends walk up to him where he's standing. Yo, Rex, you're okay. Yeah, we found a street dog on the way over here. Rash shot it and we drained its blood to keep me alive. That's wonderful news. And Otaro-san, you looked so rugged and powerful when you stole those pearly gates from heaven. Rash with dog blood around his mouth. Uh, Hey, Inutaru. Hey, you beat up the new kid at school? That's hilarious! Impressive, Inutaro. You appear quite strong. Good thing you caught Bengoshi Akuma alive. We're gonna need him to talk. Dogs versus cats, devils. Something bigger is going on here. You hear that, Akuma? Something bigger is going on here. Start talking before I start bashing. Akuma has turned away from the party and remains silent. Don't want to talk, huh? Let's see how you like this! Inutaro kicks Akuma's leg kind of hard. Akuma does not move or regard Inutaro at all. Hey, buddy! My friend is talking to you! Rash kicks Akuma's leg kind of hard, too. Technically, I think this is torture. If this qualified as a war, I think we would be doing a war crime. Pamela kicks Akuma's leg pretty hard, too. Real stubborn son of a bitch. Talk, devil! I defeated you! Let me try! Primrose rears back and kicks Akuma's leg kind of hard, but basically the softest out of everybody. And then Akuma's entire leg falls off and rolls away a little bit. Ah! Primrose, you killed him! You could do 25 to life for this! We only have a license to kill dogs, not demons! He was obviously already dead! He's been dead since the second you put the pearly gates on him! Look! Everywhere that the pearly gates touched his skin has been burned to ash! Let's hope he doesn't have any lawyer friends who try to throw the book at us. Maybe we should dispose of the body. Not to be grim here, but legally speaking. No way! We're the good guys. We don't hide anything. We leave the bodies in the streets so everyone knows we're the good guys! We'll send a message to those demons. If you come to Earth, we don't care about the law. We will kick your fucking legs off! That's right, Inutaro. Thank you for supporting me. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck legs! <laughs> I kind of feel like partying, you know? We won and we need to celebrate. Why don't we go back to my place and you guys can watch me Louis C.K. myself? Rash is right. 
Everyone looks at Pamela to wait for her to stop talking. I was meaning about the partying, not about watching him Louis C.K. himself. I mean, let's be honest. If you guys are down, I'll let you Louis C.K. yourself, too. Settle down. We'll have a chance to Louis C.K. ourselves on our own time. Let's head back to the dog catcher's school. Let's order some food, get some drinks, and let's watch the Pelican Brief on DVD. Everyone starts walking away with their arms around each other's shoulders in a big horizontal line. Also, the sun is setting and is making the lighting perfect. Everyone is laughing and smiling and feeling great. As they walk down the street, Inutaro notices something strange out of the corner of his eye. On the top of a small building, he sees a cat with a mustache and a top hat looking at them with binoculars. As he stares, the cat scampers away. Primrose notices Inutaro looking conflicted. Inutaro, what's wrong? Inutaro forces a smile. Nothing is wrong, Primrose. He looks out over the sunset. <laughs> Nothing is wrong at all. Back in heaven, we see St. Peter on a phone call with God. Yeah. No, 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 I saw the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know, like, what, number? Uh, 2,462 people died. Oh, yeah. No, they're at the gates now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the devil did it. Sorry, sorry. A devil. Not uh, <laughs> not your buddy, right? What's that? Just give them all victim VIP passes to heaven and let them in? I don't know if they sinned yet, man. Listen, I didn't lose the book. He took it. He took the gate too. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, no, I understand. All right, I love you, God. Love you. All right, God. All right, see you later. While our heroes are celebrating upstairs, we cut to the dog catcher school's basement dungeon. In the freezer, next to the ice cream sandwiches, something is stirring. The ice keeping uptown schizo frozen is starting to crack. And we see his finger wiggle around a little bit as if trying to grab a nearby ice cream sandwich. And on his face, we can see him forming a pained grin. <laughs>